0: Welcome to Divorce Etc., hosted by us, the ex-experts. We're here to give you all kinds of information and tips on everything divorce. Plus, we're asking a lot of the questions that you may not even think of or know to ask, but we know because we've lived it, so we get it. We're Jessica and TH. So today we're so excited to welcome back Susan Winter, relationship expert, uh, knows everything that you need to know about dating, in the you know, post-divorce realm. And today we're gonna to be talking about first dates of which there is so much to know. So many tips, so much protocol, so many questions that we have. Um, Susan, welcome back. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thanks, Jessica. It's a joy. I really love our conversations. This is like two girls talking on the phone, just chatting away.
0: And that's exactly
1: yeah. what it should be. I know.
0: And so for everyone listening, um, you know, we hope that you guys enjoyed as much as we do. We're going to jump right in. I mean, when it comes to first dates after divorce, you're finally getting back into the swing of things. Um, Well, I don't know. What's the most important thing to think about?
1: Well, um, let's talk about selection process. Let's back up one one step. Um, So selection process is you clearly know what you don't want. That's why you're divorced, right? (laughs) That's true. That's a clear indicator of what you do want. So it's the opposite. So if I want somebody to pay attention to me and I want them to be kind and nice and involved in my life and value me and what I say and what I think, that's the target group that you would be looking for, whether you're meeting them through setup dates, a matchmaker in real life or online. So you go in intentionally thinking about who you are today and trying to match a prospective mate that would resonate with who you are, what you've learned over the course of the last 10, 15, 20 years, right? So that's one. Then number two is the whole dating. Like, how do you date? And what happens on a date? Who pays for a date? And like, what's the protocol? What if they wanna kiss you? And do you have to kiss and what? Yeah,
0: I want want to get into all that, but I want to back up to what you were talking about for the selection process. What do you think is the biggest mistake you see people making when it comes to the selection process? Because that's crucial.
1: It is good. Um, Sometimes they go on an old prototype. You know, we need to update who you are today. And it's to your benefit to filter in who you know that you've become throughout the process of your marriage and as you've transformed into the woman that you are today or the man that you are today, right? So we need to think in terms of not what you would have chosen years ago. Uh, maybe what you would have chosen would be a frat boy or or you know sorority girl or a certain looking good person and you married that it didn't look that good on the in, it looked great on the outside and it was empty on the inside right so we need to factor in a little bit of your growth and that's where you're seeking the things you didn't get in your relationship now that you've discovered how you've grown throughout your former marriage you need to go back to the drawing board I would really urge you to go for qualities that you want to see in a partner. Um, you know, so many people do the external list, like it has to be, the guy has to be this tall, she has to be this young. They start doing the list, list, list. Promise you, you're never gonna partner with somebody you find pug ugly and repulsive, never gonna happen. <laughs> so we don't have to worry about mentioning that. So if we, you know, like I need somebody who has a lot of integrity because my former partner lied all the time. I need somebody that I can trust. and feel comfortable to be myself cuz i didn't last time i felt like i was walking on eggshells and so those are important so you start to put those as your dominant traits that you're looking for in a prospective mate
0: right so that's okay. how i
1: would do it differently and then allow yourself some latitude for how they're going to show up you know they may show up in a slightly different package like oh no 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 i don't date guys that have a motorcycle oh yes. no, no no i don't date somebody that's a teacher uh, no, 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 financial service dudes never date in one of those, you know, so we have to. It's yeah. really
0: breaking out of those patterns, so to speak, that you've been in before, right? Perfect. So, it sounds, yeah, it sounds like that's what you're saying. So, okay, so you've, I, I feel like, honestly, we could probably do a whole interview just on the selection process. That would actually be a really good yeah. interview yeah. about, yeah, like, yeah. all of those things because- yeah in online dating, as you know, I mean, look, you're relegated to kind of starting off the choice based on the pictures and it's so surface and shallow. And a lot of people don't know how to be open-minded. So I would love to hear your perspective on that when we can do a whole interview on that, but let's move forward into the first date. So you've made a selection. Yep. Okay. Where are we going from here?
1: Um, If you met them online and you can, Again, this is being recorded during COVID. You want to meet them in real life as soon as possible because you want to see, are they really 5'2 or are they 5'10? You you, you want to see, do they look anything like their photo? Are we going to get along? Many people make the mistake of having protracted ongoing chats, text messages, or conversations, and they start to like this person. Then when they meet in real life, there is no chemistry. Now that's really cumbersome. So the goal is to take it from however you met to in real life ASAP. Okay. Okay. Two. um, I still prefer a proper date. Uh, You know, I'm. I'm guessing we're not talking to a lot of 20 year olds, but you know, this thing about hanging out and yeah, you you're hanging out and what you're doing and there are no. I know they don't date. <laughs> they somehow end up in bed and then talk a little bit later. I got, I, I, you know, listen, I deal with this all day long. So I'm thinking there's a more effective way to do it. But I actually like a proper date. And I think start small. You may have somebody ask you to dinner, or you may be inclined to let me do this right. I haven't dated in a while. I'm going to ask her to dinner. So what you really want to do is just dial it back a little bit let me meet for coffee or an early evening drink. That's acceptable. Nothing late at night. You know, just, you don't want to get involved in that. If you have a little too much to drink, you're not thinking right. So it just, a cup of coffee, in and out. It's just a feeler. So the first okay. time that is just you know, how do I feel? How does it look? Then, you know, you're kind of getting some basic information, that's one. So it's not a high stakes event.
0: So I have a quick question. So I have friends who will go out and they will meet a guy for a drink. We need to talk at some point about an exit strategy but they go out for a drink and then they're thinking to themselves, if it goes well, then it's going to extend into dinner. Do you think that's a fair expectation to have or no? on a first
1: date? Uh, you know, it can happen, but I I I wouldn't, I would make it a compartmentalized thing so you get in and get out. So that when you are asked, say, oh, I would love to. I'm, you know, listen, if you really feel like doing it, say, you know, I I didn't have it planned, but yes, I'm gonna go home and eat, I guess. I would compartmentalize it. Okay. Pressure for you. You're new to dating. You want to get a feel for the person, maybe want to go home and think about it. Right. You seem so charming. Uh, they're almost scared me. That might be too good to be true. And you want to see if they're going to call you back. You know, that's
0: true. That's true. Okay. Okay. All right. So
1: continue. That's a good question. Uh, n- n- let's say you had a first date. That is just for your gut feeling. Do I feel safe? Do I feel good? Now it's worth it. Your, your senses are recording at all times. So our mind Is recording everything. This is why when they take people back into hypnosis, they can solve cases from like 70 years ago. (laughs) Uh, They find the last remaining person that remembers seeing a kid pass the school bus or something. You know, right? Like, uh, so you will have gotten a lot of data, and that is the only point of the first thing is to just take some time and go through that data. If nothing, you're not getting any huge red flags. You're not feeling uncomfortable. It feels good indicate and this is independent of male female straight gay indicate your interest even though you might be shy and uncomfortable for being vulnerable showing that you like that just what's let the, the best way happen.
0: to do that
1: i had a really good time you're, you're a fun person i actually i kind of hate this dating stuff i'm new to it but you you made it fun love to see you again and then you, okay. let them, you leave it up to them. If they're going to call you, they call you. I guess I'm speaking from a woman's point of view.
0: Sure. But I think that, I think it's fair to say that more women are listening to us than men. But then there comes the whole question. Like I have a friend who thinks if they don't ask you out on the second date, on the first date, she's out. She's like they have to ask. What you know before you leave. And if they don't, if they text four days later, she's already like no, forget it. They've lost the window. I those think she happens to be harsh, to
1: stop her dating rules, but... Those, those are some very harsh rules, and somebody is lecturing her. You have to understand, for everyone that you meet, they have been lectured by somebody. And right. if it's a guy, he has been told by guys that didn't update this since junior high school. Oh, you know what? Act cool. Act cool. So I actually had a guy... Huh, a wait three days! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a player. So I dated players for six years. I'm a relationship girl. Never even did a one-night stand. I mean, this was horrible for me but what am I going to say oh I've had decade-long relationships follow my relationship advice somebody wants that you know <laughs> so I can't talk to them about what their issues are so the one guy so this this real hardcore player he said okay I know I'm breaking the two-day rule but I had to tell you how much I enjoyed seeing you and I want to see you again I'm like what's the two-day rule this was right. a long time ago so I have met so many guys that they really like a girl at the end of the date, and they're so nervous. They, they just got through that and they didn't screw anything up. They're like, just sometimes when a guy doesn't get say, get out
0: while you're ahead.
1: I had a boyfriend who goes, I said, why are you so quiet? He goes, I've learned the less I say, the less I can screw up. I have a better chance, right?
0: That's so true. Well, I think that girls think that too. You're kind of like, you know, all right, like, again, stop while you're ahead. You don't want to end up, you know, trying yeah. too hard, putting your foot in your mouth at the end.
1: Right. So, but um, understand that if if you're a female and you're wondering why he hasn't called you back, he may be getting advice from his guys that say, dude, don't call her for another three days. It's a really good looking woman. She's got a lot of guys after her. You have to play it cool. Fortunately, I know so many people, so many people know my work that inevitably I will get a call at least once every couple of months. Somebody goes, Susan, listen, I know, I know, listen, my friend's asking me this. This is what, what you said. Wouldn't you say this is true? He likes this girl. He wants to ask her out everybody's telling him wait a week. I'm like, no, 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 ask her out right away. Because if if you can get up the courage fellows to ask out a woman right away or ladies to ask out the lady that you're dating right away, you just don't let it go too long because we do lose interest because we start to think, oh God, another person's going to ghost us. So we don't want to go through that. There's an apex of interest and then it starts to decline as time passes. So if you like somebody make a little bit of some kind of give them some kind of notification that you'd like to see them again and see if they're amenable to that. That's it.
0: So what's your take on, cause I totally agree with you of like, get them off the app, try to meet in person as soon as you and, can. What's your take on um, phone conversations before meeting in person or Zoom or FaceTime calls before meeting them in person? How do you feel about that kind of stuff?
1: That's fine. I think the more you know about them, the better. I, I think it's important to go from chat to phone call. You have to remember, a lot of young people don't even have the voicemail situ- situations set up. They don't even use this thing. They don't use it, phones at all. No, it's it's a camera. It's not a phone. Right, talk into right a computer. So, um, if if that's your comfort level and that helps you, that could maybe save you a drive across town for an hour. Like, oh, I'm not sure this person's kind. Of... If you question at all, like. I don't know, it's Friday, it's raining. I don't know, let me get this person on Zoom and see. It's like, ugh, not, not, not really that exciting. Then you, can, right. you saved yourself time. That's okay.
0: So how do you, because I've been in this situation myself and I know a few other friends have too, you have these great phone conversations with guys a couple of times before you're supposed to meet in person. And inevitably you kind of get your hopes up. You have all these <laughs> high expectations. It's almost like you're setting yourself up For disappointment, because to your what you had mentioned before is like you might have this great chemistry, you know, or banter on the phone, and then you meet them in person, and you're like, "Wah wah." I
1: know. So how do
0: you kind of keep control and like not get caught up in things?
1: well You can't, and you don't know till you get there, and that's (laughs) and that's the thing because you can have nice friendship and banter, and then if you see somebody that is definitely off your radar, definitely friend zone, and it doesn't work. I've had guys that were so they didn't want to pay for a date and they, I'd show up and they'd look at me, well, they they offered drinks and then they'll go like, oh, 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 you're good looking. I'll take you to dinner. I was like, what, a what, I earned a dinner? You know, it's sort of like they see me in person. <laughs> they think I deserve to you see. You look so me. much better than your pictures. <laughs> you, 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 you're, you're agreeable for me to have dinner with. Uh, so yeah, it's, um, that does happen sometimes. So listen, Things, there's no such thing as perfect. You may over talk to somebody because you can't physically meet and then be disappointed. You can under talk, meet them and they're wonderful. Just as a rule of thumb, don't get stuck chatting on an app until you have a physical visual of them because they may not be who they are. Their photo may look totally different. Um, What you think is gorgeous in the photo may not be you know, this really represented, I've written enough guys' profiles to know that they're not witty. I am. So, uh, you know, <laughs> so, so many of you are dating Susan, you just don't know it. Oh my God, <laughs> that's hilarious. That's a
0: service girls and guys out there that you can it get is. when you, when it you is. find Susan afterwards. So <laughs> what are some other like really important kind of first date protocols or tips that people should be thinking about that they might not be considering?
1: Um, I think w- you, we tend not to think about this. We tend to get a little tension around it this sexual pace I really want to yes it. on first dates I don't care what time period it is you are not required to do anything um, guys oftentimes feel they have to go in for the kiss or it was ineffective and women sometimes feel like they need to I don't know make him feel good by acting interested and just throw all that garbage out. Be true to yourself. Don't let anyone, anyone, anyone push you faster than you are ready to go, and don't let them push you into a physical anything if you don't feel like doing it. It takes time. Some of us are immediate; others, it takes a long time. Like I'm, the last thing I do is the bedroom. Yeah. So I'm, I, I'm a long time, you know, and. and it could really throw people off. I understand that. I, I can articulate that. But um, just go at your own pace, and you know, and and don't beat yourself up. If you intended to go out with somebody, they were like drop dead gorgeous. You're like, oh my god, and they're charismatic, and they're and you just end up doing the walk of shame at seven a.m. <laughs> You know, pretending you always- I think
0: that's a big challenge though for some women, especially coming out of relationships where it may have been for a long time. It may have been for an extended period of time that they were so unhappy. They feel like they haven't had any kind of like emotional or physical connection in such a long time. And then they go out and they're kind of like, but I don't want to be a slut
1: men are okay with it actually <laughs> i mean it's just I've never. well wait
0: do you think that the old rule doesn't apply anymore like if you do too much and then he thinks you're trampy and then he won't call you again you think that that's out the window you don't think there are guys well, out there who think i'm not going to take her home to my mother
1: uh frighteningly men have a double standard and i know because i hear from many of the coaches that are coaching men right now and i hear from therapists that can't go to another therapist because they don't trust them So I hear a lot of stories like, um, I've had very modern young millennial guys tell me and express an interest in a woman knowing that she has a lot more sexuality under her belt, a lot more partners and uh, was jumping all over them on the first date and kind of like, I like her, but I want her to be my girlfriend. And they're ashamed to say, and I have an innate prejudice that she should be pure. So, um, that's so interesting that what you're saying right now that
0: there are young guys out there yeah. who feel ashamed if they actually have sex or you know fool around a lot with a woman on a first date because they feel like that she shouldn't be doing that
1: they get disappointed in her and that's their that, that that's it's their modern uh, that's not politically correct I know that kind of like yeah but dating. that's
0: the if that's the reality everybody needs to know that Well, it,
1: it did shock me, and this is why I love it that men speak to me so honestly. So ladies, be aware that men, no matter how modern they are, still carry an innate double standard, and it is really age old, but they want their woman to be a bit of a prize, and they don't want to get you so quickly, so there are some, here's the deal. You think it's never going to happen? You couldn't care less. Sleep with them right away because they're they're disposable. It doesn't matter. I you know with guys like that that I knew I look at them. It's like no way this is going anywhere. So okay. I remembered saying six days later. So you ever going home? Not no offense. I like you, but you haven't gone <laughs> home since Saturday night. We're having so much fun. And and but there are guys for that. And and I think you're. Listen, when you, and I don't men do this too, but in the beginning, you're going to be touching, tasting, smelling, looking at, and re-evaluating everything. Just try not to beat yourself up. You're going to have some dates where you fail spectacularly, and you're like, God, he was such a good guy. I can't believe I said this, or I did that, or I, right. I tried to look cool, and I lost him, and, Believe me, there's nothing you lost that was really yours. You you can be so abusive and so out of alignment with guys that are going to be your guy, and they just they kind of hang in there. So it's 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 okay. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to be marvelous at the same time. So cut yourself a break. And um, the when you sleep with them and how you sleep with them, the, the reason that as women we try to slow this down is we want to get a bearing on who he is and how safe. Are we with him emotionally? That's That's right. Even if you decide it's going to be for fun, is he a guy you can talk to the next day? Or is he suddenly like radio sound like I got what I wanted. Goodbye. You'd like everybody to treat you with a sense of respect, regardless of what the romantic design is. Well, us. I also
0: think that there are, I mean, I know from firsthand from conversations with with friends of mine, I mean, there are some women who can be sexually satisfied with a guy they really don't know all that well and met that night or, you know, and they can and they can sleep with them. And then a, a lot of women who are like, I just it'll it'll never happen for me because I don't have enough of a connection with them. So regardless of how hot they think the guy is or how hot the guy thinks the woman is, it's oh. like it's just not gonna, it's not gonna be satisfactory in the end.
1: So, you know, dating is learning about yourself and you may learn this time around that you've got different component parts that you didn't have before, or you didn't recognize them before, you didn't need to know them before because you walked into an established design of a marriage so, or a living together relationship and um, it had certain protocol and it had certain rules and now you are out testing everything again as you are looking at the entire buffet table of what is available and designing who you are today and how you participate. So that's the, that's the interesting factor. And you're going to, again, please allow yourself latitude. It's never a mistake if you've never done it before. So you know, you're know you going to be going out and gaining information and you can start down a path and, and then just go, oh my gosh, this is horrible, what did I do? You know, just, you just didn't know. You, had to, you have to go through this process, right?
0: I think it's so great for everyone listening that, you know, to kind of be feeling like they're getting permission, that may not be the right word, but getting permission to kind of, you know, like you said, grow, learn who you are, go with the flow, maybe you'll make some mistakes, maybe they're not really mistakes, they're just learning, you know, part of the learning process. Um, I think that's really great. Are there any other specific, like, things to, um, specific do's or don'ts when it comes to first dates in particular?
1: Um, I, you know, I am of a generation where men paid, and I understand that this is kind of a dicey area, depending upon your age. Um, I think in first, the first date, if you're having coffee and he doesn't pay, I mean, what are we talking about? Worst case scenario, four dollars? <laughs> it's a first date. Right and i kind of still think that until a couple until you're an established couple you don't start splitting that um i think it is the duty of a man to court but you will notice there are men who don't pursue anymore and it's partially societal and it's a lot to do with the male coaches on youtube that i get their refugees that are like oh why women aren't happening for me I'm like you're not pursuing them so they've they've kind of been emasculated and told uh to not pursue women and so this is getting to be a problem for some of them so don't assume that your guy is being disrespectful he might be disrespectful he may have no clue the important thing is that you need to know how you want to be treated you need to know how you want to be dated And there is nothing wrong with stating that either in your profile or having a very delicate, brief, and direct conversation with a man. You could even have it kind of a third-party conversation. Like, you know, it's funny, like a philosophical thing. You know, it's funny. A lot of guys nowadays, they kind of poo-poo courting and dating. If they only knew how much it means to a woman. I mean, it feels fabulous. So you can kind of say it that way. So I love that. I always jump to the philosophical if I don't want to go directly. I will recall something in the past or give an observation. I have a lot of girlfriends that find themselves going on dates and splitting the bill. Now I understand if you're both living on ramen noodles as, you know, undergrads. I understand that. But uh, it's hard when, you know, of a certain age and the guy drives up in a Mercedes that he won't buy your drink. kind <laughs> mean,
0: well it's funny i was out on a date fairly recently with a man and um and he did pick up the bill at the end but i generally my sort of rule of thumb even on a first date is i i make the gesture i reach for my purse i right i i try to pull out my wallet and um and he was like no i'm paying for this and then he turns to me and he says you know you should never go what did he say you should never be paying for you know for dinner on the first date You should always, you know, the band should always be paying. I don't remember how exactly he said it. And I said something to the effect of, I totally agree with you. I'm always going to offer, but if he accepts, I'm never going out with him again. (laughs) But I I do feel like in today's day and age, it's important to make the gesture. and, And I will actually, I mean, listen, if I pay, I pay, but... Um, But it is true. I feel like I also, at 48, I am also of the mindset that I think that the man should pay and not just the first date. Um, But, you know, to appease, you know, society, I do offer.
1: And then second and third dates, you know, you may feel close enough to this person that by the third date you want to order something for them or go to a restaurant where you've got something set up or cook them a meal if you feel comfortable letting them in your house. You know, I mean, there's more than enough time to do that and be that generous person, but in the beginning, in, in a heterosexual relationship, I think at least that's that's the kind that I know, and I, I appreciate a man showing his appreciation for me by doing that. That's why I start with coffee, like, a coffee or drink, it's not a big expenditure. I don't want you to have to spend $150, $200 and I'm never gonna see you again. That can yep. be very, very expensive. So we do it a little bit differently now to allow everybody a date.
0: Yep, okay. Any, any last minute specific do's or don'ts that we need to know?
1: Um, listen to yourself. You're going to have a lot of people in your head you know most of your girlfriends and guys the same is true most of your guy friends they're they might try to dampen your excitement uh, over somebody like oh don't, I, I just you know you don't know you don't know don't get hurt totally our friends jump <laughs> i have images of this like whoosh whoosh, whoosh these uh, like big birds like, whoosh, just hovering over us and trying to protect us and it's like you know you have to crawl out to the edge of the limb and sometimes you just have to go and and uh, you know it might just work out so listen take your own counsel trust yep. yourself trust your gut learn to trust yourself listen to what your friends are saying if they're all saying the same thing about the same person do listen up right <laughs> but for the most part use your own intuition and find your own red flags and remember you You have your own reasons. You know exactly why you're dating. You know what you're looking for. And so follow your instincts and trust yourself.
0: Yeah, so important. I love that. So for anyone listening who needs your counsel personally, what are the best ways for them to be able to find you?
1: Easy. SusanWinter.net. If you just Google Susan Winter, I'm probably the first that comes up on any search engine. And then it's SusanWinter.net. I'm all over YouTube. I've got about 500 plus videos. And um, on Instagram, I'm Susan E. Winter. Um, just, I'm on every social media site, everything, LinkedIn. Okay, yeah.
0: excellent. And we'll have your contact information on the XExpert yeah. site, also with, uh, along with this interview. So thank you again so much for coming back and sharing all that amazing information with us. And we will definitely talk to you again soon.
1: You too, my dear. Take care, bye-bye.
0: Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Divorce Etc. with The Ex-Experts. We really hope this episode was helpful for you in getting information you need and feeling empowered to get through it. And always remember there are so many of us just like you. Now please hit the subscribe button so you always get new episodes and please rate and review us. You can also check out our website filled with free resources at xExperts.com, Follow us on social on Instagram and Facebook. And send us an email to let us know your thoughts or any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about. See you next time.